Hello, everybody out there, and welcome to another episode of the Talk That Talk Show with me, Barry Holmes. You may be wondering, hey, why does this guy have a mask on? Because I am going to put myself on the line for you all out there. We are finally having our first guest on the show again since the coronavirus. I'm so happy to be able to get you guys another guest here on the show. It's been a long time coming, but let me tell you this. Each and every week, I look forward to bringing you this show. And it means so much to me to be able to have people out there that are consistently supporting with the shirts. Shout out to everybody that's gotten an OG1 shirt, OG2 shirt, um, the OG3s that just came out. Uh, we're going to show uh, my dad and my sister later on in the show with the shirts on. But, you know, like I said, the support that I've gotten for this show it continues to humble me each and every week. I never take it for granted. Shout out to my boy Ishabod Crane here. He says, you know the vibes. Talk that talk. My boy Rob Santiago on the Instagram live stream. My boy Nihir Trevetti, Liz. And then also on, on Facebook, we got a lot of people here. We got my boy Chris Higgins, Tyree Holmes, Carl Anthony. Um, whoo! We got a lot of people set up here for a good show. Um... The person that I'm going to bring out for you all has been somebody that I chill with every single day, whether it's on Xbox or whether we're at the park balling. Um, it's been one of my really good friends, and I'm just really excited for you all to really get a chance and really get a sense of who I am with this next guest that I'm going to have on the show. Before I get into it, I want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors out there. Shout out to VW Liquors, located in Wick Plaza, Edison, New Jersey. Shout out to Executive Bar and Restaurant located in Carteret, New Jersey. And then also a big shout out to my boy Cody Bromley from 91s.com. He's got the best acid wash apparel in the game. And, you know, before I get into having my guests here on the show, um, normally we do the beer review at the end, but I want to give you all maximum content. I want to give you guys all the, 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 the juicy goodness that I have set up for you. Pause. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm just so excited to get you guys this show. So before we get into it, I got to do the beer review. Shout out again to VW Liquors. For some of you that may not know, it's going to be my 30th birthday tomorrow. My 30th birthday. And I got the best sponsors in the world. And my boy Dave at VW Liquors, he hooked me up with this bad boy, man. I got the Johnny Walker Blue. Oh, my goodness. This is my favorite bottle of liquor ever. If you don't know me, if you know Barry Holmes, this is what I love. This is the Johnny Walker Blue. And this is a big courtesy shout-out to my boy at 91s.com. Um, no, not 90. I'm sorry. The uh, VW Liquors. My boy Dave over there, he hooked me up with this bottle for my birthday. I love him so much. And, you know, one of the things, like I said, that he allows us to do is he hooks me up with good beers all the time here. And one of the beers that I have here is going to be called Yet Another Steel Older. You know, for those people that know it's my birthday coming up, I thought this beer was pretty appropriate for that. It's called Yet Another Steer Older. And it's a beer by uh, Bolero Snort Brewery. And, you know, off the rip from our packaging of the label, you know, see we have Vic Secret, Sultana, Citra. It's a double IPA with milk, sugar, and vanilla. So this is definitely a beer that's going to give you a little punch, right? Um, it's a double IPA for some of those that, that don't necessarily like 
um, how could I say, um, that don't like a little bit of a, a, a hoppy type beer. They might not like this, but for those of you that like beer, that's going to give you a little bit of a punch, a little bit of a pop. I'm going to tell you to get this beer right here. So in ceremonial fashion as it's been, you know, we're going to pour it into our Talk That Talk Show mug. I'm going to see what we can do to maybe get some more of these because we had some people that were really excited about these mugs. Like I said, I never know what it is that people are going to like with this, with this Talk That Talk Show, but, you know, this mug is something that I really like. Um, shout out to Liz for hooking me up with it. But I'm going to try this beer. It's called Yet Another Steer Older. Um, let's see how it is. This, you know how we do it. Let's check it out. Happy birthday, Barry. Yet another steer older. <laughs> Yo, this guy, Dad, he 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 knows what to do with this man. I gotta give him give him props on the ad libs. I think we had uh, somebody just liked in there, so thank you for that. Want to give another shout out to my boy Stephen Baum, Nihir Trevetti, Dina Marie Castro. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm gonna take my time. I'm not gonna chug it this time. Maybe I'll chug one at the end of the episode. But I got something special for y'all. So, without further ado, it is my pleasure. Shout out to Henry Apia on the Instagram live stream. Shout out to you, brother. Um, but without further ado, like I said, you might wonder why I have a mask on in my own house. But I have a guest that I'm going to bring here on the show. Like I said, he's one of my very, very good friends. I love him to death. Um, like I said, I can't say enough good things about him. So without further ado... Everyone, please, if you have a drink, put your drink up. If you have some, clap clap your hands for my boy, Theo Mayhem. Oh, look at that shirt he's got on there. Look at that shirt, man. Look at that shirt, man. What's going on, Theo? How you going? Uh, how you doing, man? Like, I appreciate you for having me on the show. Oh, real. man. Theo. Theo, there was no other person I could have here on the show as having the first guest on the show since the coronavirus man so you know just just to bring it into us just tell us a little bit about who you are man who is theo mayhan for people out there that don't know uh i'm theo mayhan uh uh living in edison well edison now about i would have to say who been about 11 12 years uh i've known barry since uh in high school when I first moved here, uh, basketball player, I had to get to know him because uh, I was like, I, I wanted to play basketball myself, so I was like, I had to, I had to get to know him well, well. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's been great times. I I really enjoyed every uh like every second with it, Barry. Oh yeah. And like I said, we've been really good friends. Um, we've been able to play Xbox literally every single day. It almost feels like we're the Beatles with how many people want to play Call of Duty Warzone with us, you know? True. We got Donnie Lee here. He said, is that my 25-point skunk victim from 2K? <laughs> oh, my God, Donnie. Can you control yourself for once, Donald? Sheesh! We got uh, Stanley here on the theme. He says hello. And then we also got my boy Dave Stonis on the Instagram Live, but... You know, for everyone that doesn't know out there, you know, we do have this coronavirus that has been going on. And, you know, I have been one of those people that have been hit. Um, you know, I'm unemployed. You know, I was deemed non-essential and we've seen what's happened. But I thought it was really important for you to come here on the show and kind of tell everybody a little about, about your experience. Now, you were someone that was an essential worker, right? Yes. yes. So, so can you little, tell everybody a little bit about, you know, how your experience was as an essential worker during this time? 
Um, well, my job is uh, I fix ATMs. I uh, work for a company called Devolt. Um, every uh, soon as it hit, um, basically, uh, you know, hearing that everyone was going to be quarantined, it was kind of crazy. I, I I was you know in inside of my head, kind of hoping I could stay home and play video games all day, <laughs> but. And in general, I found out, you know, my boss told me, uh, you know, hey, Theo, everybody, all the other employees, you're going to have to, you know, come into work every day. And, you know, at first it, it didn't it seemed kind of crazy and extreme. But, uh, you know, just coming in every day, uh, seeing the roads empty, um, you know, it's usually 5 p.m. And I'm, I'm waiting for traffic and it's just me out there. And mm. it's, uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, getting used to it. Um, it really wasn't crazy. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say it was terrible for me. Um, luckily, I've been blessed not to have the coronavirus or anything. Um, I've just been, you know, trying to take care of myself and, uh, you know, try to do everything I can to stay safe. Um, it's just been really a crazy experience, I have to say. Um, I, I I feel for anybody that's had to work the whole entire time. It's uh, it's, it's It's been crazy, you know. Yeah. And we've been working through it. And, and you say, you know, say big things here about, you know, being essential and, you know, having to have people out there that didn't have the opportunity to work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you kind of really see, you know, just how important your job really is. Because, I mean, I remember you were joking on the party, but you said, no, people need their money. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, you know, definitely. having that essential work is definitely huge for you, man. And, uh, and I'm happy that you're someone that still was able to get their job, man. And like I said, for a lot of people out there, you know, didn't get that opportunity. You know, it, it's it's hard times out there. But, you know, one of the things that I really was big on you about and um, what I'm actually really happy that you were able to do, but, you know, me and, you know, Theo were people that were really big into L.A. fitness. We'd always Definitely. be in there trying to play Definitely. basketball, um, trying to get some lifting in there. So, you know, when they closed L.A. fitness, we weren't able to go, you know, to the gym anymore, you know. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that I've said is you are so great about is the fact that you were able to, you know, adapt your workout and you've been really working out at home. So can you tell us a little bit about how you've been able to adapt to not being able to go to LA Fitness but still get that workout in? Uh, so it's a few things. Um, I have to admit, like, uh, my father, uh, he uh, he was kind of ahead of his time. Like, he didn't he, – he bought the, uh, the resistance bands early, uh, like, before the whole coronavirus thing came up or anything. And uh, – We've been using them ever since, and it's been, like, the best thing ever. Um, you know, I know there's, like, a, a need for resistance bands now. Like, you can barely get one. It's, everything's sold out. Mm -hmm. um, basically, I have to shout out Stan. Uh, I have to shout out, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Dr. Glex. Oh, shout out <laughs> to Dr. Glex. You might know They've, him. Uh, they kept me very consistent. Um, they, they, they run on the track just about every day and I you know I came out there once sometimes with them and it was it was crazy and I'm like this is something I can really get used to doing you know other than going to LA fitness and getting the regular workout I was it was definitely a big uh, change in in uh you know uh, from my everyday of going to the gym and getting my regular day workouts yeah. it's a very big difference but I mean you know even though it was a big difference you were still able to stay consistent you know definitely, and definitely. you know I'm sure, you know, I think I talked about it with Harry on an episode and I think with Glex as well, too. But, you know, a lot of times people want to see results, but they don't want to put the work in to get mm -hmm. those results. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've always seen you as somebody that's always been really working hard and, 
you know, just, just trying to grind to get the things that you want, man. And, you know, I've really looked up to that, admired that as well too, man. But, you know, one of the other, you know, characteristics that I really like about you and that I think a lot of other people need to know out there is that, you know, I'm somebody that prides myself on being who I am. I don't care mm -hmm. what other people think of me. And Theo is one of the first people that I remember that was really proud to be who he was and didn't really care about what people thought about him in high oh, school. Definitely. He was yeah. one of the only people that was really into anime. And, definitely. you know, as I've started to see, as we've gotten older, we've kind of seen that a lot of, you know, the, the popular black culture is now steered towards the anime now. Yes. So, yes. you know, as someone that was really on anime as an early age, you know, why is it that you were really drawn to anime when we were younger? Um, when I was, uh, when I was a kid, um, Cartoon Network was uh, basically my life. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> Four o'clock after school, man, yeah. Toonami? Come I, on. I, I would run to get home. I, I used to, when I lived in New York, I used to take the bus home, and as soon as I got home, I didn't care about anything. I was, I looked at my homework. I was like, ha, ha, ha. I'll do that <laughs> later on. Um, I was like, I know. What I know right now is that Gundam and Dragon Ball Z and mm -hmm. Sailor Moon and oh, all these. Oh, Sailor Moon was asleep. People sleep very, on Very now. slept on. Very yeah. slept on. And, and people, they were like, at first when I was a kid in school, everybody would be like, what are you watching? And I'd be like, I, I watch all this anime. I think it's great. Yep. <laughs> and it, uh, it brought me, I, I would have to say it brought me in uh, probably because I didn't have like too many, a, a lot of friends as a kid. Um, I had like, you know, like friends, but they, they lived very far from me. They mm. went to my school, but they lived far. I went to uh, a Catholic school. So it w all the kids were like very like, you know, separated. Not everybody lived in the same neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the kids that I talked to, you know, I couldn't hang out with them. So it wasn't like I had any, like, core friends. So the one thing I really had was TV. Mm -hmm. So, you know, TV and video games held me down. And uh, I can really say, like, you know, watching Dragon Ball Z and waiting for the next episode. Right. Can't wait. You know, and that's really what uh, kept me, like, you know, really interested into it. I tell you what, like, I was never, like, huge, huge into anime. But I think there was definitely some animes that, you know really stuck with us. I remember like Pokemon. We used to wake up Saturday mm -hmm. mornings and watch Saturday Pokemon. Morning I wasn't a Digimon guy. I didn't like Digimon, <laughs> but I definitely was into Pokemon. But, um, you know, I think another one was Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. I remember right before like a Vegeta or a Goku fight and you see that, um, you know, they cut it to the next and the next episode I mean, of Dragon Ball. That to was cry. the worst feeling, man. It's cry. like, yo, I wanted to get it. <laughs> Dita Marie Castro, she says Sailor Moon was the shit. So yes, I, it we was. have people yes, out there that was. sees it, you know? <laughs> uh, Zeeshawn and Boss, he has a sneaker question, but stay tuned, the, uh, <laughs> stay tuned, because we're going to get into a lot about with the sneakers. But um, as far as also with the anime, man, I mean, I think, you know, just tell me if I'm wrong, but I think like when we were younger, it was kind of like a little bit of a stigma that came as someone that was black that watched anime. And it oh, was yeah. almost like, you know, you're not black enough mm -hmm. or you're not black because you watch anime. So, like, can you talk a little bit about how that was for you growing up a little bit? Um, It was weird at first. At first, I wanted to keep it like a secret. Like, I didn't want to I didn't want to let people know. Like, I watched, you know, like when I went home, the one thing I was thinking about was Dragon Ball Z yeah. or, or Gundam or something like that. I wanted everyone to know, like, you know, oh, I was ready to do something else. You know, I was maybe doing homework or anything else. Um, it was really weird. Uh, like, I, I tried my best to keep to myself. Um, you know, but one day I kind of just told myself, like, I really don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what people you know, think. I was like, I, I like, I love it. So if they don't love it, that's on them, you mm -hmm. know? 
I can't force you to like it. And, you know, now it's kind of crazy because everyone likes it. But, right. Hey. <laughs> and, and we talk about, like, one of the things that you did like. And I remember when we were growing up, I had the Pokemon cards. I was yes. somebody that would have Pokemon. But you, you like Yu-Gi-Oh! And still to this day, you've competed in Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments. And I think you actually had one recently, right? So can you just tell us, you know, how did you like... I mean, I know you talked about how you like anime, but what drew you to kind of Yu-Gi-Oh! instead of Pokemon? You um, know? So I'm going to be honest. I started with Pokemon. Oh, okay, so okay. It all started... Um, I How did it go? I went to Toys R Us. Uh, I was about like, uh, I don't even know, maybe like 10, 11. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I went to Toys R Us and I saw they had Pokemon cards. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love this show and they have a video game and now they have cards. Like, all right, this is so cool. Pokemon Stadium was one of the best oh, games. Classic. By I still N64. have it. So oh have my it. god. Yeah, uh, 64. Yeah, with the expansion pack too. You know, the expansion pack. But yeah, man. I mean. You know, just bringing that into it, you know, one of the things that we share together and like how we spend a lot of time has been, you know, streaming together. We've been streaming a lot of the Call of Duty. You know, we stream yes. different games on Twitch. Um, can you just talk a little bit about because like I think it's really important for the people out there that don't understand is that like, you know, video games is just such a big part of our lives, man. Like yes. we go, you yes. know, when I was working, you know, just to get through the day and to come home and just be on the party with your homies. It meant yes. everything, you know yes. what I'm saying? So, like, can you talk to, you know, people out there and tell them a little bit about, you know, why is it that you love video games and, like, what joy do you get from streaming with us, you know? Uh, streaming, uh, that's, it's been, like, the best thing. Uh, it's, like, fun. It's just, it's something to show off what I know I can do, what I'm capable of. I want to show my friends off, too. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. If I think I enjoy them, why, why wouldn't you guys enjoy them? So it's like, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. Video game-wise, I think video games have just been uh, something that's been a part of my life for forever, since since forever. Mm-hmm. My dad, like, uh, introduced me to, like, you know, regular games, like uh, the Super Nintendo. Oh, and, yeah. like, you know, just playing that, it was just like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. And then, you know, now playing video games, it's like, it's, it's two different things. Like, I can't imagine going back to Super Nintendo now. Mm-hmm. But it's just amazing. Uh it's something that gets you uh, away from reality sometimes, and that's uh, that's really important. Ish says streaming is therapy. You're right, Ish. Definitely. You are right. Definitely. Unless we're playing with certain people and they don't <laughs> listen on Warzone, because then you're going to uh, get on the D- DNP list. You don't want to be on there. Shout out to my boy Reese Smith who's on here. We have to say he is the hottest, hottest. Du- hottest, hottest. Call of Duty player in the game right now. Let me tell 100%. you a fun fact. Barry Bazooka has 77 wins. Out of those last six games, each one of them has came with Reese Smith. Mm-hmm. So a big shout-out to my boy Reese Smith. He is the hottest Call of Duty player in the game right now. 100%. And you know how, like, it took me so long to get to Call of Duty. Like, I was on PUBG, and you're like, come on, come play. And I didn't want to get there, right? So, like, is there a game out there, you know, Theo, that was, like, so good to you that you didn't want to leave it, you know? Like, you, you just got stuck playing it. What game wow. has really been, like, got you stuck, you know, to the point of this Call of Duty that we're on right now? Um, I can say, uh, wow, that's a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can definitely say Call of Duty is 100%. Um, I can just spend hours on the game and not really care. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Oh, I can't even think of. Uh, I could say Pokemon Red and Blue. Okay. Back in the day. Did you have you had both or you had Red or Blue? I had Red and Yellow. Oh, so okay, I did, okay. I, I didn't want to get both. I was like, I can just trade with my friends. So, but <laughs> but those games, I I spent hours, hours, yes. hours on pond hours on just on the train, maybe at home, you know, laying under the, you know, with the nightlight. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, my mom yelling at me like, Theo, go to sleep. Like, because like, oh, we know the background uh, on the Game Boy Color was trash. Oh, it's trash, it's trash. No, so you, like... if you tried to play in the dark, you were not playing Game Boy oh, no. Color. No, and then, if you remember, you had to get to the save station if you had a low battery. Oh, because if that God. battery went low, you ain't get that game saved, man. There's, there's just so many Pokemon I lost like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't a Mewtwo, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. One question. Sure. So when your mother told you, go to bed, Oh, um, I'm gonna be honest. Um, mom wouldn't like me to say it, but uh, I, I stayed up. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you weren't a real gamer unless you you stayed up at night. Let me tell you what I did. I was up there, and my my room was above my mom's room, so you know I had to literally turn the TV all the way down. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine dying on Call of Duty Four? And you know you get sniped, you're like. Because <laughs> you got to go to school tomorrow. And you don't want to get caught because then you get nope. the next game off, man. But, um, you know, we got people on here. Shout out to Joe Snow. Shout out to Josh Reyes. Garrett Bonaglio. Donnie God. Lee. Ryan Mackey. Think 2 Brit. My boy Pat Callahan. We got uh, Elvin. Dave Stolness. He says original Halo. That's another yes, great one that yes, we... Oh, yes, man. The original yes. Halo. I mean, we were playing... Uh, we were playing ranked matches and you had to get the, the legendary mask. Yeah. I mean, oh my god. I spent hours. Spent hours, hours on that game. Halo Reach. Halo yes. Reach. Okay, Halo okay. Reach. But, you know, for some of us, we don't just play video games, all right? We're not just super gamers, no, no, no. right? That's it. We like to get jigged too, right? <laughs> and <laughs> And his name is is uh, Nike All Star, right? Yeah. So he's yes. somebody that constantly is having the freshest kicks. You know, people look to him and say, "Yo, what, what's fresh? What should I get, man?" Shout out to my boy Gabe Mazzarelli. He says, "What's popping, yo?" And shout out to my boy Suge out there on Instagram Live. But for you all out there, we have done something really good for you. We have put together our top three yes. favorite sneakers. All right. So whatever we had in the closet, whatever we had that is our favorite sneaker, we're going to go shoe for shoe with y'all. You know how you did uh, Versus with Fab? And, <laughs> yo, Fab, he lost that, man. I'm sick, man. Fab shouldn't have lost to Jadakiss, all right? He shouldn't have lost, he, right? He held a lot of heat. He yeah. held a lot of heat. But we're going we're gonna to go as a quick little... I know I can't go compete with the guy Theo, but <laughs> I got a little something, something. So, you know, this guy's a big sneaker guy. Can you just... Before we get into it, can you tell him, like, how you became such a sneakerhead, Theo? Um, living in New York, uh, it started early. I, I wasn't buying like, you know, the craziest sneakers. I was getting Iversons and because my dad, uh, he wasn't going to buy me a hundred and something dollar shoes. He was, mm -hmm. he would laugh at me every time I did. Um, but he would always give me all the Iversons. So, cause they always used to have like an outlet sale, like three, uh, you buy three, get one free. So he would always do that for me. So I always had all the fresh Iversons. <laughs> um, but I'm a, I have to say er, Nike All-Star started from uh, Peter Dunn, our good friend. Oh, shout out to Peter. Uh, shout out to Peter. 2010, December 23rd, you guys. That's the Cool Gray 11s. 
Okay, um, the cool gray 11. Peter uh, called me the day before, said, Theo, we're going to camp out. And I said, what does that mean? He's like, you're going to wait outside in the cold and wait for the sneaker. We're going to wait at Foot Locker and wait at Mellow Mall, Mall and get the sneaker. So I did this with him. It was the coldest night ever. I'm not going to lie. I froze. My foot was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I basically crawled into that Foot Locker. I got the shoe. I went on Facebook. I posted a picture of the Cool Grays. And someone hit me up immediately, said, hey, I'll buy them for $300. I said, I got this shoe for $200. You, you, you want it today? <laughs> he said, yeah, I'll buy it for $300. I said, deal. <laughs> Do it. And from that day on, I, I understood it was a different thing with sneakers that everyone was, like, super interested. I was like, maybe I should try it out. And I looked at it, and I started getting really interested in sneakers. And, and from then on, I did all research. Everything I didn't miss a release. I was camp those camp outs. Zeeshawn said camping out for kicks. That was the good old days. Oh day, yeah, right? definitely. That was a different time, and I mean now, sad we can't do it anymore. And it's for for other reasons, but you know, it's it's, it's hard times, and you know we we all try to our best to get our sneakers. So you know we all try to be happy. <laughs> now I want to ask you one more question before sure. we pull our kicks out. But I know the coronavirus has really like changed life as we know it. Definitely. But I want to take it a step back, and I like you know I know that you talked about the sneaker culture changing, but from someone like Nike All Star as you are, how have you seen that the, the the sneaker culture has changed or was changing before the coronavirus? Uh, it was a big difference. Um, it seemed like uh, it was only a select few that were sneakerheads, like uh, just you know a certain amount of people that were like big on sneakers. Um, as time went on, I would say like maybe like. 2000, the beginning of, I'm sorry, the end of 2016, 2017, it seemed like everyone wanted to be a sneakerhead. And mm -hmm. uh, the sneaker prices, like, uh, they kind of went, like, lower. Like, you can't sell the same shoe for the crazy prices anymore. It was kind of like everything was general release. And Nike also, uh, like, Nike and all, I mean, all the companies, they started to catch on. And they were like, all right, if everybody's trying to resell the sneaker, we're going to, you know, give them more pair. So now they can't sell it for more, uh, you know, so they, so they figured it out. out it little, yeah, 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 they figured it out. It, it, it was about time. You know, everybody, I mean, most people still made their money doing their shoes, but, you know, Nike did their thing. They had to. Yeah, shout out to you, Nike. I mean, you're giving us some good shoes, but you killed the shoe game, right? Yes, you killed yes. It. So without further ado, we're going to bring out some of our top three kicks. Uh, if you want to, Thea, you bring out your first kick, and okay. I'm going to bring out mine here. If I forget that. My man is bringing out the heat, ladies and gentlemen. I got Nike All-Star, the king sneakerhead in my crib, breaking out his top kick. Ooh! Oh, oh he got the posits. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about those real quick, young Theo? <laughs> no problem. These are my favorite. <laughs> okay. So uh, this was uh, – oh, man, I don't even know how to go with this. This was uh, the All-Star game. I believe this was 2011 or 2012. Um, all-star game, uh, you know, phone posits. And, um, man, it was one of the hardest releases to get. Um, you had to it, – it's either you had to know somebody or you had to camp out at, like, either, like, the right store. You had to know what store had it 
and you had to camp out for it all night. He said, yo, them shit's like $1,500. Yeah. She's the, Galaxy yeah. Foes. Oh, <laughs> man. What? Yo, they, they're, they're seeing you got those. Look at those Galaxy Foes. Super Foles. expensive. Super expensive. And it's. Oh, man. Hold on. I, I, I got to show it up one more time. <laughs> oh, man. And it's so funny. They go in the dark at the bottom, too. Oh, well, I'm man. not going to do all that. <laughs> and, <laughs> right? It's so funny that he picked a posit because what was my pick? Mm-hmm. But those I got clean. And yeah. those are all star games as well. Yes, these are the all star game Barkley posits, I believe. But yes, yo, I actually had um, who was it? Al Jefferson from the Pacers. He's like, oh, yo, wow. where are those sneakers, man? But yeah, these were actually some sneakers. I, I love Barkleys. Um, I've always been a fan, fan of Barkleys, and mm-hmm. you know when Gordy told me there's an opportunity to get these, I was like, man. Let me jump on these. So, yeah, <laughs> this, this was one of my favorite no, kicks definitely. right there. Definitely. But I think you got that one there. It's hard to compete with the Galaxy Foes, man. It's kind of hard to compete. Oh, man. So, the- of course, Theo got that one. So, we're going to pull out uh, shoe number two for y'all out there. Um, you know, put some of your favorite shoes into the stream. Um, put some of your favorite shoes. Um, I'll go first since you went first the last time. Okay. But I told y'all what my favorite shoe is. So these shoes right here. Oh, classic. Oh man, these Barclays right here. These are my fav. One of my favorite shoes with the pink, <laughs> uh, the purple on the inside. These Barclays are some of my favorite favorite sneakers, man. Um, I had to go with this one, man. You know, I still got them in pretty good condition, but I break those out on special occasions. No, Barclays are always classic. Always classics. Oh, yeah. What you got, though, young Theo? So I got the Varsity Sixes. This shoe means so much Woo! to me. Woo! <laughs> the Varsity Sixes! Woo! Look at that. This, is, this shoe right here, I've had... <laughs> everybody's going to laugh. Uh, I've had it eight times. Eight it, times? Yeah. Oh, my God. So that I, is your favorite shoe, huh? So I wear it so much that it just, you know, it ends up going bad and they get creased and, you know, they get messed up. And I just end up always buying another pair. Um, it's just a pair that, personally, I love black and red. I think that's, like, my favorite colorway. It's, you know, it's the, the Bulls. Everyone loves it. Um, it just it was a shoe that meant something to me. And it's my favorite uh, Jordan number. And, you know, you always got to have a Jordan pair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, shout out to Theo on that one, man. It's funny he says that. It's funny that he says you got to have a numbered Jordan pair, right? Because now we're going to go on to the third shoe. And, you know, I, I'm a big fitteds guy. We're going to get into our fitteds after this. We got, <laughs> that was a special we got for That's y'all. where he got me. That's he what got I got. Me. I got the fitteds. <laughs> he <but> got me. <laughs> the one pair of numbered Jordans I got. The Aqua mm. A's. The Aqua A's. These Clean. are one of my favorite kicks. I, I, I wish I would have kept them in better condition. The but, Peter special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These Aqua 8s are some of my favorite sneakers, man. I think the inside is what people don't realize, just how comfortable Oh, yeah, no, super comfortable. 8s are probably the most comfortable comfortable. sneaker, man. This is one of my favorites. That's a very classic shoe. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, man. This is a big (laughs) shoe here. Okay. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Woo! What is the... Oh! Oh, my God. Theo, what are those? Oh my so, god! This is the Air Yeezy Two. The um, Air Yeezy Twos. Uh, this is this is a <laughs> this is this is a big shoe. This is a big shoe. This is kind of the shoe that like solidified me as Nike All Star when um like 
I never forget when I bought it. I thought I was crazy. Like I was like, <laughs> I, I I actually like spent a thousand dollars. At first, I was like, what is wrong with me? Like why did I just spend a thousand dollars on a shoe? And now the shoe is worth like four thousand oh, dollars. So it's man. like game over. I kind of I kind of did good. Part of it. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's but over. This shoe right here was uh, Kanye West's uh, second shoe with Nike. Um. It was super exclusive. It was super hard to get. Um, you had another camp out shoe that you had to wait for, and he made it like super special. And it was just, it was, you know, we don't really respect Kanye anymore, but yeah. the Nike Kanye was great. So <laughs> yeah, yes, look, I mean, look at that shoe. Yo, no, this, I think this, he was on a different shoe, level at that time. Like, man. This, this is when that. he was actually doing the right stuff. So <laughs> we respected him then. You know, this is like it had leather. All types of different, you know, materials, like little, you know, little scales here. Like, yeah. it's super cool. Like, you know, but again, that was him back then. <laughs> yo, shout, yo, shout out to Theo no, for pulling great, out the great, sneaker. Great. I know I can't compete, man, but no, no, you Theo did good. got some heat. He got some heat, He did good. He did man. good. <laughs> but um, before, we, before we close out, I definitely, one of the things, since Theo's a big sneakerhead, and I wanted to show everybody out there what I'm a little bit, but I'm a huge hat head, right? So, like, I love hats. Um, you can remember me back in high school. I used to always have the fitted always, caps. Always. always. You know, as I've gotten older, I, I've opened up to the snapbacks a little bit. But um, I, for, for you all out there, since we're big hat fans too, we wanted to show y'all some of our favorite hats out there too. So I'm going to start off real quick first. This is an exclusive hat. This was my Minnesota Wild pink, you know, new era cap. Oh, that's super nice. <laughs> this was so nice that one time in college... A girl literally, you know, we had our fun time. And then when I woke up, my hat was missing. And then when I went to the, to the, uh, to the lunchroom, the cafeteria, this girl was wearing this hat. I'm not going to expose you on Facebook, but <laughs> you know that I know that you know you tried to steal this hat. So this is one of my favorite hats. This is my Minnesota Wild. That's a clean hat. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What you got, young Theo? All right. I'm going to bring out oh, the, the Florida Marlins. The Florida Marlins right here. Oh, my gosh. Uh, nice little patch on the side. Yes. Uh, pink bottom. Uh, shout out again to Peter. Always, he got me into this. Yes, he, he said our pink brims. We got pink brims out here. Yes, Come on, yes, yes. we got pink brims. <laughs> oh my gosh! Shout out to my boy Dave Stolas. He said, "I remember the Broad Street Bullies jaunt you gave me." Yes, sir. When you give someone a hat, that's true love right there, man. That's a fact. <laughs> this one right here, this is one I love. Well, this is my uh, Coastal Carolina hat. Ooh. All right, I actually visited this college and I was big into hats. And instead, everybody got T-shirts. I said. I want that hat. <laughs> I want that one. So this is what I took. As, yeah, I, I, you know, I was a hat guy. So this is always, always get a lot of compliments on this one. This is one of my favorite hats. Got it straight from the school store. Shout out to Chanticleers. Coastal Carolina right there. Uh, my second hat. This is actually <laughs> my favorite hat. Uh, personally, I, I just love this hat. Oh, like this, man. This is literally everything. Yes. Pink bottom again. Yes. This this patch is super dope. I don't know if you guys can see it too well, but yes. it's a great patch. This is this is everything for me. I love this hat. Oh this man, is great. What people don't realize is when you when you get to the to the level of the hat games, it's always about the patches too, man. Yes. You gotta yes. go. My my boy also says can't go wrong with an old school Seattle Mariners hat. No, Ricky never can. Backwards. Never yeah. can. Yeah, I think it's gonna be hard to get. 
you know, Griffey away from that that Seattle uh, Mariners. He's synonymous he, for that. He's right? always, that's always him. <laughs> a, a pair of Seattle a Seattle Mariners hat with some Griffey's. Oh bro? yeah, oh, yeah. Man. That's a clean kill fit. the game, <laughs> right? Kill the game. That's a classic fit. This one right here, I gotta do it. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, nah. man. I can't mess with this round. <laughs> right? And this one has the big apple patch. Um, Super. Dope. Like I said, I actually got this from I think Hat World in Harlem. One of my favorite hat stores. If you guys don't know, shout out to Harlem, shout out to Hat World. I know they uh, burned it, or you know, in the riots and everything. Oh, but wow. it sucks, man. I really love that place. But I got this place. Uh, I got this hat from there. Um, one of my favorite Knicks hats. Got the patch on it. You know, one of my favorites, man. Can't go wrong there. Uh, my next hat. Uh, this is a Minnesota. Was Minnesota Twins? Woo! And this okay. has a baby blue bottom here. He is not it's the clean. pink bottom. The yeah, baby this is clean. blue. And you what know. a lot of people don't Shout know is, right, right? <laughs> <laughs> that TC means Twin Cities for mm -hmm. you that don't know out there. It's Twin Cities. That's a Twin City hat, right? Mm -hmm. Wasn't that the Kirby Puckett days, right, guys? Right? Kirby yeah. Puckett. Right? Now, I know I was saying about fitteds. I know I said we're going to go with a fitted hat battle, but I definitely, as a tribute to me getting a little bit older, I have been going with the snapback. So, you know, this one is one of my favorites here. This is oh, a, no, a Mitchell and Ness. Devil's hat. It actually, you can tell it's old because it has the uh, the netting inside. Mm. All right, it's got the old school netting. It's the sweat guard from the eighties. This is one of my Clean. favorite hats, man. Every time I go to a Devil's game, I'd always wear this hat, man. So got to. You know, this is one of my favorite <laughs> snap packs right here. This is, that was the Devil's Mitchell and Ness. What you got over there? What you uh, got? You can't go wrong with Ooh, a Yankees. Yeah, you got the red one too. <laughs> you know, you can't go yeah, wrong with a Yankees. Yeah, hat. You got the red one over. Here. I see you, man. Um, the best thing about this hat is, uh, well, it has a great patch right here. The patch is super clean. But I know you guys probably really can't see it, but it has every year inside that the Yankees won. Woo! So it's super dope. Uh, Henry would love that one. Show Instagram Live over here. Oh, Show hey. them the inside here. Let's see. It's got every year that they've won in there on the inside of the hat. Now, that's tough. Yeah, super clean. That I, is tough. I wore it only one time so far, but... Who knows if I wear it again? <laughs> and for my last hat, this is probably one of my favorite snapbacks. This is actually a staple has not a sports hat, but I just love it because at the in the back, people oh, will be like, it. "Yo, someone shit on your hat!" Like, nah, it's supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of my favorite hats. You know, it's got the floral uh, bottom here. Um, whew. This is one of my favorite caps, man. Staples got some really good streetwear. I think they're a New York brand too. Yes, right? yeah. yes, yes. So always got to support New York, uh, New York merchandise there. So that was my favorite hat right there. And um, this, this is the Pittsburgh Pirates hat. Woo! This is literally my favorite patch out of all of them. I, I, this one's super nice. Another pink bottom. Is <laughs> it another? You know. <laughs> Shout out to Hat Club and all those other sites, man. They they they've made some crazy hats. It's crazy just, drops. I mean, with the bottoms, the brims, man. Yeah, man. They, I never thought hats would ever got that. I was buying stuff from what, what was it, lids? Like you yeah. know, now nah, I haven't I haven't went to lids in, in, in years. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I you know I have about over a hundred hats. Everybody that really knows me knows I'm a huge hat guy. But I haven't really been buying hats that much, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, with all the things that's going on, but. Like he said, with some of the drops that they've been having out there, especially with some of the minor league teams that are yes. creating some really tough stuff, um, I, I'm starting to feel like I want to get back into hats again. And some of the tough drops that they have out there make you want to get back in. So, you know, you might see me wearing some hats again soon, man. <laughs> but um, 
Definitely, again, want to give a big shout-out to Theo Mayhem for coming here on the show. Thank you, guys. He absolutely killed it, man. Something not a lot of people can come here on the show. I mean, we had, you know, Instagram Live popping. We had Facebook popping. (laughs) I mean, you got a lot of people talking some really cool (laughs) stuff here and giving you a lot of props on them sneakers. I think you I think you broke the internet with those uh those oh, galaxy yeah, yeah. phones, man. <laughs> I ain't wanna have to do it. Oh man, but you know, before we close, man, I wanna give a big shout out to our sponsors, VW Liquors, located in Wick Plaza, Edison, New Jersey. Let's go, Mets! Let's go, Mets! We always do that for Dave at the end of the show. Shout out to Executive Bar and Restaurant, located in Carteret, New Jersey. Then also a big shout out to my boy Cody Bromley at 91s.com. Got the best acid wash apparel in the game. Mm. And then also our new sponsor, Ink Parlor. Shout out to my boy Timmy Hugel. He's been hooking us up with all these fresh shirts that you see us out here rocking. If you ever want to get a shirt, please reach out to me at underscore talk that talk show on Instagram. Talk that talk SH1 on Twitter. On the Facebook page. You name it, we're on it. All right, we're on it. Um, I'm going to finish up this beer here. Um, Theo, you want to take a shot with me or, or what's up? I definitely will for your oh, birthday. Oh, man, for the birthday, for the <laughs> for birthday. birthday. I got to chase it with the beer because this is it might be a little tough, but we got a shot glass here. We got our Kansas City Chiefs shot glass. You want a Kansas City Chiefs shot glass? have to be a Kansas City Chiefs well, fan man. today on the show. But in ceremonial fashion, <laughs> for everybody out there, tomorrow's my 30th birthday. Um... I just really, even with these these OG3 shirts that I came out with, the, the blue and orange joints, you know, I just really wanted to commemorate my birthday in a way. But it was one of my friends that recently reached out to me. It was like, yo, just because you're turning 30, just because, you know, it's your birthday, it's just, you know, another day. You know, you're just getting a little bit older. You know, it's not like you're changing your lifestyle. You know, you're still going to be who you are. And going into my 30s, I was a little bit worried. I was a little bit scared. I'm like, oh, snap, I'm about to be old. But it ain't nothing old about me, baby. I tell you right now, I'm going into my 30s in the prime. And because of that, we bringing out the Johnny Walker Blue. All right? So if you're a fan of me, if you're a fan of the show, thank you to everybody tuned in. I love you all. Uh, Shout out to my boy Carl Samuels. He might know this bottle because the last time we were in D.C., I think we were indulging on (laughs) on this liquor as well, too. So big shout out to you, man. Um, Dad. I think we're doing a raffle, a t-shirt raffle. Um, if you would like to get on the raffle, by the time that we finish this shot, please put your name in. Say, hey, I want a shot. I mean, I want a sh- shot. I want a shirt, <laughs> and we'll get you a shirt. All right, we'll see if shot. we get you. We'll get you in on the raffle. Okay, so Let's this is your last chance. Let's raffle up a shot. Peter, Peter, <laughs> Peter Gadness. Put him in on there, Dad. Put on uh, Peter Dunn. Put his sugar on there. Put put all the people in here on this here. We'll get this uh, going. When we were bartending, get this, Theo. When we were bartending, they were giving out these shots for $25 a shot. Oh, my gosh. And here I got Dave, who really loves and appreciates me so much that he gave me this bottle off the strenny, man. I love you so much, Dave. Shout out to you, man. And to that, cheers up to everybody that loves this show. Cheers up to everybody that continues to tune in. I love you all. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, okay? So keep tuning in. Keep wearing your shirt, wear it proudly, and I promise you, I'm going to keep bringing you a quality show that you're going to love and tell your friends about, okay? And that's a Barry Buckets bottom dollar deal, all right? (laughs) So cheers up, man.
No chaser needed. Johnny Walker, El Azul. Wow. Whew. Yeah, yeah. Warm you up. Mm. Yeah, that'll warm you up a little bit. That'll warm you up. But in closing, thank you so much for everybody that tuned in. This is the Talk That Talk Show every single week, every Friday, 8.30. You can see people like this guy, Theo Mahan. I love this guy, man. We're going to be probably playing some Call of Duty Warzone very soon. Most definitely. You never know who you're going to see here on this show. You never know what you're going to get. So keep tuning in, all right? So, Dad, bring it on this side. Let's do this T-shirt raffle. Bring it on this side. Tori. We got Tori in here. She's guest star. Come on in, Tori. You get the. We're gonna have Tori spin the wheel this day. Tori Lane. She she's actually somebody. That, not Tori Lane. Get out of here, Tori. Oh my gosh. For people that don't know, this is my sister. She was on the social awareness episode. She is sporting the very sporty OG three shirt. Look at that, the OG three. All right. So we're gonna have Tori spin the wheel here. Put the pointer on the spin. Put your pointer on the spin, Tori. Right here. Hit the spin button, and we're going to see who gets to win a shirt in three, two, one. Spin that wheel. Oh, it's a spinning. Theo, who's going to win? I don't know. We got a lot of people there. Oh, we got a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be a long time. I'm going to get my shot. The here says, no chaser needed. Then chase a shot with beer. (laughs) What a dude, man. What a dude. And the winner is Joshua Reyes. But I'm sorry, Josh. You have already won once this time. So you know what we're going to do? Spin it again. Spin it again. Spin it again. again. I'm sorry, Josh. You're going to have to sit this one out. What they say, Henry? You're going to have to uh, step up, step back. So go ahead, step back on (laughs) this. All right, here we go. We're going to spin it one more time. All right, we want to see who's going to win the shirt this time. Tori has spun the wheel. People think she's Aaliyah. Don't tell her that because she won't get her head out the house. All right. <laughs> Aaliyah? Oh, that's my girl. That's your girl? Okay. And the winner is... Dave Stolness! Shout out to my boy Dave Stolness. You just won yourself a Talk That Talk Show shirt. I spent 4th of July with this guy. Um, I actually got to shoot my first gun off. What did, what did he say? America. <laughs> yeah. So they all made fun of me because I shot the gun, and I'm just like, all right, here we go, America. <laughs> I'm just letting off shots. So shout out to Dave. I really appreciate it. I love you so much, man. I mean, no, no better person to get the shirt. You got yourself an OG1. Uh, we posted you on Instagram, so we're actually going to give you an OG2 shirt, all right? So we're going to make sure you got a black shirt too, brother. You know Barry ain't going to let you uh, live without making yourself fly out there. So <laughs> big shout out to you, man. Uh, shout out to Matt Kayumjin. Shout out to Stoneless. Uh, shout out to everybody that tuned in our Instagram, Facebook live feed. We got Pop sporting the OG3s here. It was a great show. My birthday is tomorrow, and I don't feel any better way of coming in into 30, man. Come on, dog. I got the best family. I got the best podcast. I got the best friends. Thank you for spending a little time with me, all right? I love you all, and I'll see you all next week, all right? Talk that talk! I'll see you next week. All right. <laughs>